Unified Communications is a multi-vendor world. Where do tools like Skype fit in? Today we visit with Dark Rasmussen, the CEO of IR, to discuss Skype in the multi-vendor world. Skype is, uh, is, is really um, changing the game in the marketplace today. And um, it is bringing together and creating um, a single solution that incorporates you know, so many different rich interaction options for users. Um, you know, voice, video, you know, a, a, an instant message interaction that can, you know, seamlessly upgrade to a uh, document sharing interaction that can seamlessly upgrade to an audio and video interaction um, uh, is, you know, could be mistaken for a single vendor solution. You know, I don't need lots of different unified communications systems. I, I can do it all with Skype. So when we think about how we manage Skype, that there's a real danger, and it, we see it often, unfortunately, both that vendors and the customers using the system says, well, we only need to monitor, to manage, and performance optimize Skype to make it work properly. And you know that, that is, unfortunately, a, a real misconception, because the reality is that Skype as a system, while it, prevents, it provides this, this wonderful, you know, single source unified communications capability, sits on, on top of a multi-vendor um, uh, technology stack. And so um, Skype to, to run today, um, you know, requires um, the underlying hardware. It requires the underlying network. Um, it, it requires, you know, I guess in more technical senses, it, it requires a full layer three level visibility to be able to use uh, Skype in an enterprise voice environment. Um, you have to have session border controllers. Um, today, these are third-party systems. They are not Microsoft solutions. Um, we rely on network hardware, routers at layer two, which are um, third-party systems. It could be Cisco. It could be Juniper. Um, we rely on media gateways, um, gateways to the PSTN. Um, we even uh, rely on whether cables are properly connected, um, whether it be to, to a desktop or to a router and otherwise. And so... There is a, an inherent uh, requirement to have um, a multi-vendor, multi-layer visibility and, and a solution, a performance management solution um, that, uh, that only looks at Skype and measures, monitors, optimizes Skype itself is really going to completely miss the mark. In, in being able to deliver uh, an optimized uh, Skype um, ecosystem management. Given the landscape that you describe, how then do you troubleshoot? Absolutely. Um, you know, where, where is the problem? Uh, when something is not working as it should, um, you know, which field should I be looking in? Um, which haystack is it in? You know, where is that needle? And, um, you know, it could be at layer two, it could be at layer three. 
Uh, it could be within Skype itself. It could be a, miscon a misconfiguration within Skype itself uh, or a setting, or it could be the user's desktop um, device. It could be the, the wireless connection to my mobile device. Um, how do you even start um, understanding where in an ecosystem like that the problems exist? And it really um, uh, can only be delivered by a solution that is looking holistically at uh, Skype and its and its ecosystem, it, it can really see everything. It can um, correlate all of the individual pieces of technology to say, well, this interaction depended on you know all of these different components and layers of technology, and then that that um, troubleshooting system should be able to then identify where in that interdependent chain, something is, is abnormal. Are we seeing, you know, low, low quality, um, at the Wi-Fi end where the, you know, where the user is, is operating, or are we seeing a cable fault on a individual router or, you know, is there too much traffic going through the, um, gateway to the PSTN? It's that holistic view that can help identify the, the the haystack in the field and, and the and the needle in the haystack. So so that multi-vendor holistic view of the entire Skype ecosystem, not just the Skype solution itself. So this multi-vendor world that you described, it, it's going to be around for a while, right? I mean, it's not something that's going away anytime soon. No, certainly the inherent architectural design of Skype means that it is it is it is inherently um, a multi-vendor. Um, but um, when you look at migrations, you know, moving from an existing uh, Skype, or sorry, from an existing telephony environment, a legacy telephony environment into the Skype world, you know, for any organization of any size, that is going to be a, a migration. And that, you know, even a short migration might be um, 12, 24, 36 months. Most organizations are going to have existing assets and investments that they're going to want to depreciate. To fully depreciate your existing assets and investments, to be able to conduct a migration effectively um, over a structured period of time, um, you're going to need to have a uh, multi-vendor capable performance management um, monitoring and, and, and optimization um, system. But Scott, there's also another part to this, and, and that is that if you take the view that, you know, it's going to be a, a pure environment, we, we will only use a single um, kind of technology, uh, we'll only use a, a, a performance management system that has a view of only one layer of that, let's say the Microsoft layer. You're really closing yourself out from from growth strategies because what it means is that as an organization, you're really not able to um, deliver a rapid competitive response to a situation where you meet, may need alternative ways of um, of uh, communicating. You're locking yourself out from effectively being able to acquire others who may be. Um, using uh, other technologies, and um, you're also at a at a level of restricting yourself in the in, in a situation where you may want to innovate or merge with another organization that um, that that inherently may not have the same kind of technology as yourself. 
you were talking about all the different, when you have all this multi-vendor environment and all the potential things that, that need to be monitored. Yes. Do you find that some people are just uh, overwhelmed or they're not prepared to, to do what it takes and so they, they don't take the steps necessary? Yes. They, as you say, they sort of block themselves into a corner there yes. and, and don't do what's necessary to remain competitive. Yes, look, um, absolutely. I, I think that so many organizations today are struggling with the fact that they've got so many different systems in their environment um, they, they're, they're, tr they're using so many different, um, tools to try to manage that environment. Um, you know, each of those tools has its own complexity associated with it. And none of them give them that, um, full overview of all of the different systems, all of the multi-vendor, um, in environment and, and the layers of technology that they're trying to deal with. And, and they, they, they're very, um, operationally inefficient they're 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 reactive and really the only way to become proactive to optimize your system and to become more agile in responding to to business change is to be able to take that step back and and put something over the top of this complexity give you an overview of the elements allow you to optimize it as a, as a full ecosystem rather than a uh, collection of, of of different systems. For more podcasts on unified communication environments, visit the industry leaders at ir.com. <laughs>